You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In the mood to listen to some geeky conversations? Feel like the internet isn't the best place for an in-depth, respectful exchange of ideas? Then head on down to the 42Cast. It's a weekly show that covers a new geeky topic in comics, TV, movies, literature, or video games every week. We can be informative. Back in my day, kids, Pluto was a planet, so it's going to stay a planet. (laughs) Irreverent. You learn so much from the X-Men. I mean, really. That Wolverine is the most important character no matter what. (laughs) Strange. It's like, you know, Grodd if he went into theology or something. Right? Or controversial. I believe and I will swear to my dying day that the Marvel Cinematic Universe began with Howard the Duck. Find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, 42cast.com, or esopodcast.com. It's the 42cast, your ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Monster Attack, the podcast dedicated to old monster movies. And folks, we are back after a very lengthy uh, break, uh, which was supposed to be just a couple of weeks and turned into a couple of months. And Mark Maddox is with us to, uh, uh, it's almost like, like day one. A monster attack again. Well, <laughs> wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. That's right. You know, so, so you, you you had to be here for the for the comeback. Had to had to had to be be on the show for that one. Uh, you needed somebody to you know prod you with the cattle prod. You know, oh, that's it. Back. Yeah, that's it. So uh, as as some of you know, or many of you know, and we uh, I appreciate all of the kind emails and uh, you know keeping up with us. We've, we've got a lot of loyal listeners. So. Uh, we're keeping up with my uh, my odyssey, so to speak, of trying to find a place to live and getting the studio set back up. Uh, appreciate all of that and, and all of the support. And uh, now we're back again for hopefully uh, another long time. Anyway, cool. three months. Oh, my goodness. I, I, yeah, I, it that it was... seemed like three years. I'll say this too. I'll say this too. And I, I got to, I'll say one thing nice so then I can go back to my normal self. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> but I know that Jim, uh, he really was dedicated to getting episodes out every week, even when they fricking opened his chest and operated on him for his heart <laughs> and everything. He made sure that he had enough episodes stacked up. And then got back to it as soon as he was able to. Yeah. And that's yeah. dedication. So this three month gap is like the chasm of the Grand Canyon. It's, oh it's my kind God, of, yeah. Yeah. it was kind of a shock uh, to have it, but it was, you know, so, sometimes life pulls the rug out from under you, but you know, Jim's it rallied does. around and, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm here, but you know, I'm pushing him around in a wheelchair and, and stuff, you know, and, <laughs> uh, trying to find that nice big 
big giant set of stairs, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's great to be back. This is fun. I'm excited about being here and doing this episode and yeah. um, and on, on the return. So. Uh, do we want to go into the news that we were talking about? Let's let's go into the news first, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Which which news? We've got a couple of news things. To well, we got the here. one news is that the that Rico Browning has passed. Yeah, the sad, that's sad. The, sad uh, story. The uh, the the guy who was the swimming half of the creature in right. the creature from the Black Lagoon with his uh, beautiful, elegant swimming and everything in that fantastic monster costume. Uh, has passed. He was a fan favorite. He did so many conventions. People loved him. Uh, his oh, daughter absolutely. Renee, they loved her. It was, it was, uh, or they do love her. Excuse me. And um, it's, it's. He was, you know, he was. You know, I think I always said, well, somebody was always like, you know, he, he lived longer than anybody from those movies. And I always thought, oh, yeah. yeah, I think the swim, a lot of swimming actors because of the whole use of the body and the exercise that they got. I think, I think they gave him a few extra years. I really oh, do. Absolutely. I think look at, him. look at Jack LaLanne. I mean, he swore by Jack LaLanne yeah. and uh, who was Esther Williams. Yeah. Uh, he lived yeah. in, you know, and, and, but um, he was, he was very beloved. Uh, I did a, um, um, one of my very all-time favorite movies is Thunderball, as we oh, yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and he was the guy that did all the, you know, directed all the underwater photography, especially stuff like the fights and the stuff with the underwater equipment. Later, doing Never Say Never Again, and he did, uh, uh, you know, which was ironic because it was a remake of Thunderball, and <laughs> uh, uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and also very well known for Flipper. Yeah. And, uh, and, and a bunch of other films, uh, there was even one kind of crime revenge film that he directed, um, you know, so, um, you know, we're, we're sad today. So many people, so many people, uh, this and, is, and, this year has started off with a lot of, I mean, you know, it, it really, it, it's been it unreal. really stinks. It really, yeah. I mean, we're seeing people yeah. it's, and it's, it's, it's coming. It's, it's sort of strange. It's like coming from left and right. And it's never like, you know. Uh, there's no clear path uh losing uh nichelle nichols uh, right, i'm trying to right. think it's so many of them like you know like a few days ago i was sad about somebody else being gone and now it's like this yeah stop the world i want to get off but yeah, right. we are we got to be upbeat we got to be positive rico what was it that dr mccoy said about mr spock but we'll apply it to rico he'll always be with us as long as we remember him and That's we right. will always That's remember right. him absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. So, so and yeah. the other piece of news, drop, the other, drop the hammer, James. Well, the, well, the, other, the, the, <laughs> the other piece of news has, has to do with monster attack. And uh, we, we're going to expand out a little bit, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. We're going to continue talking about these classic monster movies we all grew up with, but um, we're going to expand into some of the films that came later on uh, you mm-hmm. know, in, the, in the later. And we have nibbles nibbled with some in the seventies. And I think I've actually done one from the early eighties and that was clash of the Titans that yeah. uh, we talked yeah. about with Madeline, which still sort of fit in, in, into the genre of what we grew up with loving, but there's some other films that uh, maybe a little hard, harder edged, a little gritty. Um, so moms and dads, uh, if you're, you're, you're sitting down and listening to monster attack with your kids, be forewarned that we might get into some films that are, uh, I won't say not 
family friendly, but uh, it's going to be a little harder edge than some of the ones we've done in the past. In addition I, to I the would, great classics that we still continue to do. Yeah, I, I think I think Jim and I have discussed this at length. Heck, I think we've been discussing this for what two years or something. Oh, Three, at least, maybe. yeah, just almost as long as we've had the show. When we started doing stuff like Superman the movie and and different things like that, yeah, and yeah. and Scrooge, we started tiptoeing into the seventies, you know, yeah. putting our toe in the water and then running back. <laughs> but we also decided that there was stuff out there that needed to be discussed, and I don't think I don't think our show is going to turn into a show where we're going to sit here and go through a bunch of slasher movies. Or, no, no, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, it's going to no. be, it's, we're going to pick from things that we really feel have great merit. I'll, I'll throw some out and I'm not even saying these, we, we've talked about right, this as episodes, right. but stuff like, and we, I think we've talked about one or two of these before alien. Yep. Uh, yeah. the exorcist yeah uh heck we might even throw in something like i mean this one just popped in my you know sean connery's outland i mean we can oh, just yeah. do yeah. yeah just just stuff uh but I, it's not like we're going to turn around and go for stuff that um that would be considered in the in the slasher mode although I no, i'm gonna a, i'm gonna stay away from uh the slice and dice films because that i think that almost warrants its own podcast um because i watched them all uh, you know, as I got old, I mean, yeah, I, was I, mean, pretty much, was, I was an adult when they came out yeah. and, um, um, and was the same they, were, they were the kinds that didn't really make Saturday matinee, you know, monster movie matinee, uh, you know, shows or whatever. You pretty yeah. much only got them on cable. Right. Uh, but uh, those were going to, you know, so mom and dad, you don't have to worry about those. We're going to probably steer clear of those for right. uh, for monster attack but you know there's there's films like poltergeist and gremlins oh, that's a great one, yeah. stuff like that you know that uh you know i could see us doing i could see us doing um the dawn of the dead quite easily that is a hard r well actually it was not even rated oh you're yeah. not sure about whether we do that one i don't not? know i don't know yeah i was gonna say yeah i mean that, there's gonna be we're gonna have some fun with this and that's the one where of, we put the rubber stamp of not for children <laughs> well i mean yeah. i don't think we're gonna say anything so I don't think we're going to say anything. So just what we don't want to have happen is we don't want to point a, uh, a, a eight or a 10 year old to a, to a movie like Dawn of the dead. Uh, you know, you should serve no wine before it's time. And right, that's the kind of right, thing. Well, right. I'm sure there's some parents who are like, that's fine. They can watch it. Yeah, I, yeah. We're just going to kind of, we're going to kind of give, give a good uh, warrant. I don't want to say warning, but notice that, uh, uh, yeah, these films yeah. do have some rough content, but we feel that they have artistic merit. And it's not going to be like every week, folks. Just uh, you know, we'll be throwing yeah. throwing one in here and there. So um, sure, good. we'll still always always be dedicated to the experience of growing up a monster kid. That's what yes. Monster Attack has been and always will be. Uh, cool. So we'll always keep that. And I'm going to be bringing you know bringing in more a little bit you know because I had a you know the the early experience from elementary school and then junior high and then the, the high school experience is a little different. We've been able to nibble on that. Uh, we both both Mark and I uh, were in Raleigh, North Carolina at the same time and watched yeah. a lot of the same monster movies because yeah, of I that. I could sense because... the evil. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the college years that that were totally different. I, my my last roommate in college. Uh, it's funny. I had I had a big uh, high, uh, high school and a, a, a reunion uh, right about the time I just before I had to move. Uh, I think I mentioned it a couple of times in a couple of the podcasts. And uh, one of the guys I met up with was my senior uh, senior college roommate, who we met 
uh, watching monster movies. We didn't know that he wanted to come in and change the channel on a, on a Saturday night show. I was watching. He was like, no, 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 I'm going to. And he says, oh, you watch monsters. And, and we still had it when we got together with some other friends. <laughs> just a few months ago, we kicked right into wow. the oh, the whole monster discussion, so it never goes away. I know it happens. Yeah. It happens oh. with 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 good friends and people Great. that really kind of know each other. <laughs> I've had people say to me, "You know, I we haven't heard from you. We haven't talked in like two years, but like within a microsecond, it's like yep. we just talked last week." And I'm like, "Man, that's you know, that's a good thing." That's right. So. That's right. So anyway, so uh, right. a little change, but but not a whole lot. But uh, we'll have some fun with it. And tonight. Uh, we've got a really, really fun film to talk about. Of course, if you saw the graphic on the, uh, when you went to click on the show, then you know we're going to the land of the rising sun for a classic 1968 kaiju film. And when I say kaiju, I say kaiju with all capitalized letters because it's got them really? all, every monster Japan has ever put out just about in this movie yeah, and destroy yeah all and we mean all with capitals uh monsters and uh what a fun yeah. movie what a fun movie that this was when it came out so now, you, you, uh, you want me to start with where i, was I saw say, it, I yeah saw it where did time. you see yeah i wanted you know, your first because because you were you know we we are a little bit uh, uh separated in age so our experiences are going to be a little different probably we're separated at birth and yeah <laughs> uh we um okay my first thing with Destroy Monsters is I had, I think I had heard about just a little snippet of it or something, but, and I'm just now remembering this too. This was a fairly a, a big story for me as, as a little kid back in the late sixties, famous monsters came out with an issue that had um, house of wax on the cover, that really beautiful uh, Basil Gogo's Vincent Price portrait with this messed yes, up face. Yes. Yeah. And I was in the store in uh, at, at uh, Ellsworth Air Force Base in uh, uh, Rapids, right outside of Rapid City, South Dakota. I'm in the PX, and I see this magazine. I pull it down, and it says on the cover, and there's a blurb that destroy all monsters. And I was like, <laughs> oh, just, even the name is just so. Oh yeah, yeah. Kick. I don't know. Jim will believe me. It's just so kick ass. I mean, it's just the title is just mean So I'm looking and I'm looking at the photographs. I don't know if that's the one that issue, uh, the magazine had the battle clock cry I heard clear around the world, but I'm looking at this. So I thought it was so cool, but you know, this whole, I think it was like 60 cents. So I put it back on the shelf because I knew my parents wouldn't buy it for me. It was too expensive. <laughs> they buy me a comic book. So I got home. My mom was asking me, she goes, wait, what are you thinking about? And I said, what's a magazine back at the, at the px i really wanted and it had uh this monster movie stuff in it so my mom uh said something to my dad about it she goes well i'm on the way home stop off at the px oh nice get it for him. i didn't know nice, that well nice. he he comes home and he had grabbed the wrong thing and he handed me one of those giant black and white uh reprints uh, in magazine size so they could get around the 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 comic code authority those really gory and violent 1950s <laughs> horror comics that have yeah, been you know yeah. what Sean's I'm talking about with those yep. really ghastly yep. covers with people's yeah. heads being cut off and <laughs> corpses laying yeah. there and just all this gore and my dad goes here I got it for you I was kind of surprised he bought it for me with that cover but it was yeah, like yeah. I was I was like I was like I, I just looked I held the magazine in my hand I looked up at him like Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You know, because he was being sweet. Well, of course. Yeah. But he picked the wrong book. 
I finally got a copy of that two years ago. That's how long oh, it wow. took me to finally acquire wow. an issue of that. I think it was at Monster Bash in Pennsylvania. So I was already up. I already knew there was this movie called was it Monster Bash. Or Mon you know, I think it might have been Monsterama. I think I remember when you saw that and, and went nuts um, over getting it. Well, I, I can't. I bought. I thought I bought it at Monster Bag. I mean, it Maybe, was one of those it, two, it and it was very been, within was a, a very convention. close space of time. Because I had picked up a few, uh, four or five of my favorite issues and yeah, ones yeah, that I yeah. wanted uh, that 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 you saw as a kid and your friend right, had it, but right. you could you went to the store and it was gone. Uh, that was one of them. Anyway, so you know, a, a year or two goes uh, by. And uh, we're living in Cumberland, Maryland, and there's the Superstation. I think it was the first Superstation in the country, Channel 20, out of Washington. Yeah, I believe they so. Did I believe they so. did a very yeah. unusual thing. They would get a, a pretty good film or a pretty well-known film or pretty something that people really wanted to see, and they would run it Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And they did that with movies like Journey to the Center of the Earth. Here's one, Mad right. Monster Party. Oh, yeah. a heck of a lot of fun. <laughs> and they funny. ran it three and then destroy all monsters was one of them well i watched all three of those films i watched them every night you're not gonna you know there was no vhs or you know or a chance of seeing it again no. easily no i remember so i remember all channel 20 it was like the first time i got cable on my own as an adult it was on my grid yeah. i loved that station i was 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 maury povich their their ho uh, the, the kind of the local <sighs> head of the i mean when he was the face of the channel i think somebody, i believe somebody so yeah I, I, yeah was I, I think it was maury povich come to think of it yeah anyway so they showed it i loved it uh a few years later i moved to another air base in north carolina seymour johnson and our children saturday matinee showed a bunch of really cool stuff they showed the disney stuff and all that mm -hmm, but they mm -hmm. all showed stuff like silent running valley of the guanji Right. Or Valley of Guanji, I should say. I always put that yes, in there. Yes, thank and, you. Yeah, and Thunderbirds are go. I mean, these are movies that is just like you know, just cream of the crop of our show here. You absolutely, know, kind of absolutely. And Destroy All Monsters, they ran it twice there. So I, that, that was the first movie I uh, that and Journey to the Center of the Earth that I realized I had seen was watching films multiple times. I wasn't just watching them yeah, once. Once yeah. wasn't good enough. I have no clue as to how many times I've seen Destroy All Monsters since. I paid a hundred dollars for the laser disc uh, from a place called uh, Video Island or something like that. It was it was a Japanese import uh, you know, of, of laser disc, yeah. and it was in Japanese. But I knew the film so well, I didn't need the um, I didn't need didn't the, need the know, subtitles. The you already know what they were saying. Uh, and then I've gotten it on VHS, and I've gotten it on uh, you know DVD, and, mm -hmm. and now I've got the the blue i've got two two blu-rays from two different companies here and um i i still love it i'd seen it so many times i kind of burned out on it about 20 years ago or so especially with that laser <laughs> disc i watches that's about but, the last time i saw it was about 20 years ago before yeah, this before this time out. but i had seen it so many times yeah 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 so i'm watching the blu-ray uh the other day with the subtitles and it was it was still so fun and so fresh. Yeah, yeah. You know. Anyway, so what about you? When's the first time you saw it? Well, I saw it. I saw it when it came out in the theaters, and um, and you know, so I was a little older when I when I saw this for the first time, and it, it was sort of interesting because this was sort of at the tail end of of the whole kaiju thing. You know, it, it, as as uh, the '60s 
came, you know, you had Godzilla King of the Monsters, which was pretty dark um, compared to yes. some of these other ones. Although the Ameri- although the American one is is not quite as dark as is yeah. is Gojira, uh, which right. which I saw much later. But I so in '68, a lot of my Monster Kid friends had sort of gravitated away from Japanese films because there was a after this film, it really became apparent that that these Godzilla films, which this was actually supposed to be the last Godzilla film, but it made this one made so much money they decided yeah, to keep making it. and they and they and they angled they they cut the budgets and they and they uh, geared them towards kids more yeah. than more than adults so a lot of my friends were sort of like ah eh, you know they're sort of dopey now but i continued to go see them so yeah. this yeah. one this one was sort of the turning point this one was a little lighter than some of them had been but it was it was to me sort of like the House of Frankenstein for for uh, kaiju, you know, because you know, all, all the monsters, yeah, you know, all the, was, monsters, was, all the monsters in there together. So that was the appeal to me, and then it was just 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 a fun ride. Although I was about yeah. like fourteen when I saw it, so uh, yeah. the, for the first time, and then I didn't see it again until probably college. I guess right around yeah. college age when because it, it took a while to get released onto TV, at least. Uh, right. we were. I, okay. uh-huh. I don't think it ever ran on Sunrise Theater in Raleigh. I think I caught it. Uh, uh, I think I, 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 think I, I, I saw it on one of the nighttime, one of the nighttime monster shows coming out of Greensboro, WFMY. Yeah. I used to watch quite a bit. It was one uh-huh. of those stations. And um, uh, I was a couple of years into college watching it at the dorm. So um, I, I was like you, I, I had it on all, all kinds of, uh, I had it on VHS. I didn't do the laser disc thing. I never had a laser disc player, but I was very well, I pleased no that that I'm stream. I stream everything now. Um, of course, I never replaced the VHS. They got destroyed, uh, but I was very pleased that the streaming uh, version of it is the Criterion uh, remaster uh, and and the right. original Japanese. Uh, release with the, with the subtitles. It's just a beautiful copy. So it was a lot of fun. I watched it a couple of so, times this week. It, so it was did just you so watch it with? Did you watch it? So you did, you watched it in its original language with subtitles? Yes, yes, I did. Because because oh, up good. until that point, up until this time, I had always seen the dubbed versions. That's usually the only ones that yeah, were available on yeah. TV. And the VHS was was a dubbed version. So it was yeah. really a treat to, as we've always preached, it's so much better to watch the original Japanese versions with the subtitles because you, you're yeah. not, you get to hear oh, the, yeah. you get to hear the guys act. So it, it doesn't sound as contrived like the, the dubbing. Well, it's, you know, the, the dubbing is always the, a little the, the, over the, the top, you know? So. Well, it's um, also the fact that the Japanese in the, in their words, they, they put emphasis on the back of the word. We put yeah, emphasis yeah. on the front of the word. So That's anything right, of right. trying to match lips up is impossible it's very hard to do uh you have to you have to be very forgiving and i think that's one of the reasons this stuff got considered i mean like i said you said uh, destroy all monsters is light but some of these movies could be a little more serious and oh yeah the um the uh, uh but it but it hurts it that that transition i am just all for subtitles in the original language and absolutely i'll say this too watching this one the other day there is differences to the films because of there were there were there were plot differences and things in the subtitles over yeah, yeah. the dub 
Right. They ran right over. They treated it like it was for kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. But but I was surprised by that. And it was actually a smarter movie than 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 I've ever seen it as with the subtitles. It was. Yeah. The, the dubbing is 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 a little dumbed down. Uh, I don't hate it, but I've had a guy one time I got into a podcast and he was just like, man, I don't remember what what kaiju film were we doing? And, and he was talking about how he so much preferred the dubbing over <laughs> the subtitles. And I, and, and I said, no, I said, I don't. I, I don't, I don't prefer the subtitles. He no, goes, I, yeah. He goes, he, he goes, like, he goes, yeah, yeah, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. And he goes, yeah, it's, it's so much more fun. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. I, I just said, I don't, you know, what is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, we, yeah. And I don't, I want to know, I want to get close. And even then with subtitles, you know, that that's not exact to what they're saying. No, it's not. Well, we talked about that on Rodan when we did Rodan years ago with the, uh, when the guy goes, Hey guys, there's a monster in my house. And you know, that's probably not yeah. exactly what they were saying. Yeah, I know. It just sounds a little <laughs> bit like, you know, Hey, come and see my new motorcycle or yeah, something. Right. It, it's, it's one of those. It, yeah. I mean, to me, you're, you're trying, I'm trying to get as close to the intent of the original filmmakers. Yeah, and I think absolutely. unless there's some super expert, because it's like when they re um, they've retranslated the Jules Verne books in the last years, the Navy press and stuff, yeah, yeah. they bring in a person who gets it as absolutely close to J Jules Verne's intent as they can. And that's yeah, what, yeah. that's what I want to see. That's why Gojira is so, oh, I loved Godzilla King of the monsters for yeah. years, but now it's for me, I'm not saying it's unwatchable, but it's close knowing that there's that way better, darker oh yeah, grittier yeah. With, well when, when i saw scenes of horror right when i saw gojira for the first time i was almost insulted by godzilla yeah. king of the monsters that i've, yeah. I've softened my stance a little bit on that and i'll probably go watch king of the monsters occasionally just for the fun of it because yeah that was the only godzilla i had for so many years yeah. but oh my yeah. god i mean it was a whole different experience watching yeah. that film in the original japanese um and, and the subtitles, uh, especially uh, the musical uh, collage that they do in there, just was so heart gut wrenching and uh, stuff. Now we don't we don't have anything like that here, but yeah, I, I like what you said that that it is a smarter movie with with the subtitles yeah. in the original Japanese, and yeah. you can and, and, and you can bad. hear the inflection from the actors, and that yeah. makes a big difference, I think, as well. One thing that's interesting to me uh, is how some things actually are done right by the dubbing people, like certain uh, like noises uh, when somebody's fighting or, you know, there's like a scene in this movie where they're breaking apart a, uh, uh, a laser off the side of this tank car yeah, to get inside yeah. <laughs> this, in this cave and, and blast this thing. And, you know, there's they, all the grunting and groans and noises that they make. I thought that was originally yeah, a little yeah. bit of the, the, the dubbers having a little too much zeal. <laughs> but, but in reality, no. I mean, that nope. was the way it was. And that's, that's interesting was, to learn, yeah. too. Okay, so you want to get into, you want to do the plot of the movie? Or? Well, I, I, there, there's one question I have about this film, that, and I still have about this film, is it has one American actor in there for sure. One of the main mm -hmm. doctors or professors or whatever is an American. And I always wondered watching all the years watching the dubbing film, was he doing that in English and, and they were redubbing it uh, or whatever, you know, whatever, but he was really speaking Japanese. I, that's why I watched it twice. I watched him very closely to see how his lips matched up. 
And yeah. uh, he was really speaking Japanese, so he must be some. Uh, his name was Hughes. I forgot his first name. Right. Uh, because there's a little joke in the in the uh, in the movie itself where they're looking for somebody. He said, "Hey, has anyone seen Andrew? Oh, Andrew, that was his name. Anyone seen Andrew Hughes? Uh, you know, and that that's his real name. It was like a little in joke that Inshiro Honda put in there just just right. for kicks. <laughs> but so he was. So he must. It must have been fluent in Japanese because his lips. You're, yeah, you you and I are thinking the same thing. We would have thought that needed to be investigated because we uh, come from we're two guys who love our spaghetti westerns. Oh yeah, yeah. And you and you hear that whatever language you were prominent in, they let you do it, and then they were just going to dub right over it. And anyway, then it's so right it didn't matter. <laughs> so, but the Japanese, you know, had the guy actually speaking Japanese. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah let's let's get into the plot. Yeah, let's. Talk about destroy all monsters, which is okay. Is a plot well, that a, was used a couple of times in, in later Japanese. I, well, they actually started getting a little kitty. You said that they got kitty with this yeah, movie. Yeah. Things that actually started getting kitty a, a, a few films earlier. But I'll say this: I, I I know my favorite Godzilla movies. I, I won't go into the kaiju. I mean, I'm gonna say something like Rodan and Varan, the unbelievable, all that kind of stuff. Right, but right. Uh, but with Godzilla films. Um, Gojira and uh, mm-hmm. and my favorite, absolute favorite one, Mothra versus Godzilla. Oh, absolutely! I love those that. Those are the film. two. Yeah, absolutely. This movie, because it's a little more comic book. Well, it's more comic book, and a little more playful, and uh, and also too, I'll say this a little more energized. This might be the most energized of yeah, all yeah, the yeah. kaiju films. It rolls. It oh, moves it very fast. Yeah. The the parts with the actors are extremely entertaining. The whole the good guys in their rocket yeah. ship going around and, and saving things, <laughs> you know, and uh, the equipment, the special effects. This movie lays it on with a big ladle, and that's reason I think it was such a no pun intended a monster hit. Yeah, it really yeah. was. The, the The kids loved it. It was fun. Um, so basically, there's this place called monster land and it's yeah. where they've got all these um um things set up these uh deterrents for for the monsters not right. to leave the island they can't they, leave the island got, yeah you know jurassic it. park people should have paid attention to this movie because yeah, they kept really. their they, they were able to keep their monsters on an island where the jurassic people could not <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they've got this um, this this island, uh, and they're, they they've got uh, you know plenty of food, but they got deterrence from them leaving the island and all that. And then they've got these scientists down under the ground in there that are studying the monsters and all that. Right. So this installation gets attacked, a gas attack, and everything like that. Yeah. And then the next time we see these people, it's like they've been they're under control. Uh, we've got our good super guys. What was it? SY three or whatever with their SY three the was the spaceship on the moon. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going around and checking, checking all that stuff, uh, you know, and, but they're, they're ordered back to earth and then they go to the, to the, uh, cavern where the, the, the people were attacked and they've been taken over by these creatures called the key locks yeah. who are basically are just unleash the monsters on the world yes. and have some kind of control over them. And this is where you get to see all this, you know, destruction of different cities, uh, we've got a, a lot of monsters in this one. And, um, and for the know, first the, time in a while, they attack an American city. <laughs> yeah. I think it's uh, the first time in, in, in this series of Kaiju films that um, the United States so. actually got, you know, it was sort of like, I, and I've thought this every time I've seen it, it's like, 
this is their revenge for World War II. You know, now you know uh, Godzilla I, I wiped out Tokyo, but boy, now he's got New York and he just flattens New York. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you the uh, the thing with me is when when they show it, it's like you know the different cities being attacked but new york looks kind of puny that's that is one little minor a little criticism. bit yeah. there's no yeah, bit. there's no skyscrapers they're all about you know uh, <laughs> chest high these buildings and stuff so these monsters are attacking everything uh, uh i'll throw the names of some of the monsters because we know godzilla and his son uh, uh manila which is what i yeah. think is the, the i always was told it was minya or something like that um of course not, Rodan. not one of my favorite kaiju characters i never really did uh, care, so care for that one and now. that's why i didn't care for the movie before that was it one or one or two before that son of godzilla and stuff they yep. started to get not, not they my started favorites. to get they started to go towards the the the, the universe that destroy all monsters takes place in yeah with uh, new mankind with new scientific apparatus and all mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. but they didn't have the energy of this film right they were sort of Hey, they were fine. I watch them here and there, but they're not nearly as good as this one. And so we've got, like I said, Rodan, you've got Baragon, Amanda, you got that giant uh, spider. Uh, yeah. uh, you've got, um, you even see real brief little moments like Baran's in the background. Oh, yeah. Amanda's he makes like a there. cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they did that. Yeah, at least you can say he was there. But with uh, with, uh, uh, you know, one of my favorite scenes is where uh, uh, they attack uh, when they finally decide to attack Tokyo, which everybody's like, how come they haven't attacked us first? You get Godzilla, yep. Manda, Mothra and Rodan all attacking at the same time. And I just love that scene. I want to do a painting of it sometime where Manda wraps itself around the elevated train. Yes. Track oh, oh that's a like great scene. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. That really is just so much fun. And the music in this film is phenomenal. It is. It is yeah. punchy. Now I the, can't the, the I can't remember. Good. Was the music different in the dubbed version? I because a lot of times no, it it, be. no, that music was too that, that was the music same. Okay. was so good. They yeah, they kept I couldn't re it. I couldn't uh, remember to be honest. Um, because I know sometimes it really is they a do, great sometimes the American versions have a different soundtrack oh, so but this is what, great. the one i can't stand is like war of the gargantuas yeah I'll, and I'll i just saw that i, yeah, I just quickly. saw that the other night too and it was like yeah the music is awful i will uh for the benefit of the audience i will do the entire soundtrack from war of the gargantuas right now thank you thank you Thank you, everybody. You played it with one finger on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> anyway, it's sort of like when when uh, Schroeder, uh, what was the piano guy in uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the Peanuts, you know, yeah, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, <laughs> with Lucy looking at him. But, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, the music in this is phenomenal. All the different pieces of music, not yes. just the monster yes. march and all that. Um, so anyway, we've got our good guys that are trying to stop the key locks. we got the monsters that are breaking stuff up there's a great shot one of one of my favorite kaiju is uh gorosaurus i think it's actually a, a kind of an underrated kaiju the costume yeah. is really good no it's a good him. costume yeah it really is um what other ones am i leaving out i know i'm not thinking it's early early here well there are a bunch you know because there's a couple of them oh, that, uh, baragon that is, well baragon and, and uh, i think i said baragon um and there was another the there was uh, another Angulus, one that Angulus. Yes, Angie that was it. That was Angie. the one. I'm, yes. Yeah, that was. He really gets his ass kicked and he Boy. gets his rear end kicked in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his backside kicked. 
uh, he, uh, um, oh, oh, there's one more that makes that. That I remember the first time I saw it, it was like, well, there's a monster they're forgetting. And all of a sudden he shows up and that's uh Ghidra. Uh, yeah, that's the big, that's the big threat. The, the big hook is, at the end. Yeah. That we, we, or near the end, uh, it's like, oh, there he is. <laughs> so one thing that's kind of funny about, um, about Ghidra showing up is that, you know, he was in Ghidra three-headed monster, right. monster zero and all that kind of stuff. And he had to fight three months. When you kind of really look at it, when he finally shows up in this film, you're sort of like, okay, so he's had his rear end kicked by three of the monsters. Now you got like 12 of them. Yeah. It's like. Well, he we gets know it. which way this thing's gonna <laughs> yeah, go we yeah know. that's right uh, well no in, in ghidra the, the three-headed monster he was almost unbeatable i mean he yes, was you know and then and then, then then the yeah i love that you know we've never done that we're gonna have to do that movie what i, I know we did we, i don't think we have oh well there yeah, we go. that's okay. what i'd been just sort okay. of saving for a special occasion so yeah folks yeah, we well, got one got, we it. got one coming here yeah i love it too Coming, that's one of my most famous way. built covers ever was that one. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I get, but I mean, you know, Gieter got sort of, uh, he got sort of weaker <laughs> every movie he then showed up. And yeah. It's like a lethargic so, because it yeah. was like, you know, in three headed monster, you didn't know if he was going to, well, I'm not going to do a show on that now, but you didn't know if he was, <laughs> if he was ever going to get beat or not. But in this well, one, there was no, there was, there's monsters. like no doubt. I mean, he just gets his butt kicked big time. No, I mean, they get them down in no time at all. <laughs> well, I mean, there, but that was the thing with Anguirus, Anguirus or Anguilas, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not sure it. what the proper pronunciation he is. Actually, like well, it changes too. It changes too every, uh, uh, from, from, you know, I mean, decades ago, mm -hmm. it used to be Ghidra is what we used to hear. Then yes. I heard Ghidra. Okay, okay, that's about close. You just slowed it down a little bit. Then later it's King King Ghidorah and, and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And I'm like, can we settle in? Or maybe that's the problem with the language difference. I don't know. What I, yeah. I, I don't know whether there's actual changes being named to made to the names or not, but I don't like it. I the spelling I mean, I stays just, the I same. Like, so. I like Ghidra. I like saying Ghidra better. Ghidra Ghidorah. That's that's what I've always always called him, yeah. Yeah. So the key locks are these weird creatures. I guess they're on some some chunk of rock between what is it? Um, Mar, uh, between uh, was it Mars and Jupiter or something? Yeah, like yeah, in the, sure in the in, those... yeah in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Um, yeah, so they're, they're living they're, on they're, one they're, of the asteroids. Um, they're living on one of the asteroids. If they 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 survive in very very hot. Yes. like thousands of degrees climate, right. and if you and if they get cooled off, if they you know that the heater gets pulled that plug <laughs> they revert back to these slug things that then could right. turn back into little rocks yeah exactly. um they've got an actual actual physical objects that they've put into well did they put them into the monsters i can't remember i mean they, they i guess they did i know they did it with humans they put these uh objects uh, you know in in the monsters to control them right so for a while you know the earth's getting its rear end kick we're seeing trains getting derailed by oh mothra it. oh and the uh, miniatures in this movie were phenomenal they, they really, really were. are good They're really and very good you uh the scene with um uh, uh gorosaurus coming up in uh paris not that i would have ever thought yes. that was a digging yeah. monster but that scene with it coming up at the arc de triomphe mm -hmm. is really pretty cool it is yeah. um there's um there's there's so many little scenes like that it's funny now because i've watched this movie so many times and right now i'm like oh what a show and i'm drawing a blank uh <laughs> I, I i don't know why i mean it's like it was the three-month like hiatus it was the three-month hiatus yeah. folks uh, you know we're 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as we go along, the guy, the good guys get, you know, turn the tide on them. But there are so many nice little set pieces. Like there's a scene where some of these guys try to infiltrate the 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 key lock base it's near the base of mount fuji right and they're going into this back cable but godzilla shows up um uh you know and is chasing them there's a scene earlier where they're they're fighting with godzilla i felt i felt sorry for some of those poor slobs in those tanks they're sitting there and godzilla just walks over one guy's tank is stuck in the mud he just starts stomping on it yeah you know it was just like no doubt what happened there as that foot's coming down, I could see that guy inside that vehicle just going, I never paid me enough for this. Bam, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of some other really cool set because it's like if there's so many things. And after the show's over, I'll say, oh, we didn't talk about that and talk about that. Um, I will say the main monsters all get some set pieces. I would say there's some of them that, like you said, they're almost like Christmas decorations at the far back. You yeah, see them yeah. way in the distance. Well, uh, they Varane did. They, one they did with Varan because, and there's a story behind that. Is you know they wanted Varan, but he, had, he, the costume had been in storage for so long. It's about a decade. Yeah, oh, a yeah, decade, yeah. I think, it, yeah. Well, let's see. I, they, that came out not not too long after uh, King of the Monsters, or well, yeah, it was, Gojira. It was, it was a, well, like we 54, talked about 55, that. Yeah, and. So yeah, it had been there for you know almost fifteen years, and apparently it had deteriorated yeah. quite badly. So uh, they didn't have time to so get just they just didn't have time to get another one. So they drops back down. That's right. So they said, "Well, they'll shoot it at a distance because we want to at least show that Varan's there." Um, yeah, it's like the ending of the beginning of the Muppet Show when they're and all I can't there think of the I can't think of know. the name of the monster that was supposed to be in there that was replaced by. Uh, uh, they had a, uh, one of the ones we've just talked about. Uh, well, I know they had Baragon in there. Baragon, Bar- Baragon was to replace someone else because uh, he, he was the, the monster, uh, Gorosaurus, maybe, or one of well, them. Gorosaurus is in there. Okay, Gorosaurus, but I, I forgot which one it was, but um, they had lent it out to a TV show in Japan and they didn't get it back in time for them to shoot the Mm. scenes. So Baragon had to pick Baragon had to pick up those, uh, pick up those scenes. Uh, I'm trying to, he's he's still fairly popular with the Kaiju fans. Baragon is, is really still popular. Um, They they sell the big X plus toys and everything like that. Um, But, but yeah, I'm such a, a, a colossal fan of, uh, of, um, uh, Frankenstein conquers the world. Um, yeah, yeah, and everything. So, you know, anything having to do with that film is a thumbs up with me. Um, so, uh, why don't you go ahead and work on the plot a little bit, or, or, do, you, or do you need me to do it? Because you've only seen it twice. Well, we've got, yeah, we. I mean, you know, we've got, uh, as you said, we've got these aliens that uh, that uh, they're sort of. Well, I want to say they're blackmailing human humankind because it's sort of like. Yeah accept us <laughs> let us let us live there and, and we're not sure if they want to just live there or take over the place um but uh you know if you don't then we're just going to keep these monsters you know ravaging the entire planet you know they've, they've singled out all of these major cities they split up all the monsters and sent them out uh, to you know like like godzilla got new york and um uh, then you had paris and and london and and all of this right. uh, of course they didn't show them all because they started running out of money i think <laughs> they spent a lot of money well, on this film it was like I, 200 I, I million this, yen. 
to uh well, to I, what does that this. add up to uh back then in american uh, oh i've been several million do a thing on it yeah it's it's one of those where the movies before this were moving towards a science fiction world it was as much yeah, about yeah. like i said what humans were doing is almost like near future stuff. This movie seems like it's 10, 20 years in the future. Well, yeah. And you think uh, th- this, this was made a year before we landed on the moon. So, and, right. the, and, and the whole subplot of this film was this moon base that they were operating yeah. out of, you know, I mean, there was like, but there was so much nice money spent on this yeah. film. Oh I yeah. Mean, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about things that don't even relate to the monsters. I'm talking yeah. about the costumes are really nice. Yep. The, yep. the spaceship stuff, the moon equipment. I'll tell you what I like. I, mean, I thought, man, this would be cool. I'd like to take this room that these guys have got here and turn it into a room in my house. Is that moon base with that green? Yes. The yeah. green, the green yep. interior, the moon base with all the splashes of color yep. and all these guys standing around in red suits going you know what we're pretty upset here let's get some coffee on you know i mean it's just but the, but everybody was in it i mean they had um uh, neat equipment the underground base was really cool yep. like you said the miniatures are really good yeah and that continues all the way through the movie um we've got uh the the the, the flying saucers that they use and one at the entrance right. out not to be a monster but but an actual flying saucer covered with flame um all that all that kind of stuff it's high energy yeah it's uh the uh, and with the rollicking score especially like there's one scene where they just start firing missiles at godzilla uh right. oh and, yes and, good, good and, all them, and they're scenes. playing that dun 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 i mean it's i mean there have been times i've had the soundtrack for decades or sometimes i just take that opening theme and just crank it up yeah because it's got it really it really rocks um and no, so yeah, finally, I, it yeah. I was going to say. So you've got. I mean, basically, it's it's a race against time of uh, our scientists or the Japanese scientists trying to figure out how to get control back of the monsters. Right. And they and they do it uh, briefly, and then they they get sort of end run around by uh, by the aliens who find another you know find another way of uh, of getting the monsters to a certain extent, but. That's where we get Ghidra because Ghidra is not an Earth-based monster; it's an outer space right. monster, and that's right. sort of like their ace in the hole. It's like, okay, these guys figure out how to uh, get their monsters back. We're going to send them a real bad one to uh, to take care of the monsters here. Uh, now, I do have a question uh, about one thing with this movie. Now, we saw that there were people that had been taken taken over, yeah. and there was like you'd see like an implant scar on their neck right they right cut it open they pull the little thing out like a little sphere about the right. size of a bb which had a control capability to keep people under yeah. and in their in their control and uh the 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 leading lady of the movies got oh yeah scientists and they'll and they even if, if if they feel like you're a threat to their security they'll actually have you commit suicide yeah like this one guy jumps from a from a building right right and dies rather than give up well now the leading the, the leading lady or the 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 uh she didn't have she didn't have the implant in her neck that's what i'm saying they, it, they, was, it was the but, earrings but it was still there yeah. her earrings they did that and uh but once they they switched it out here is my one question that i'm not quite sure about maybe you can help me or maybe we're both just gonna stare here in the zoom meeting <laughs> looking at each other is they there's a guy who is uh at a at a, a, a little creek or a river 
and he's oh, yeah, putting yeah. he's collecting rocks and he and he has this one thing that goes ping and they take it down they examine it and it's got a giant version of that control thing yeah and then they and then they and then the news comes on and oh, goes, oh we found them all over the place and we that's the one, one for here. the monster that's what controls the monsters <laughs> no i get that that's yeah. what i'm saying is we found one here in this rock and we found one here and we even found one here in this coconut in guam i'm like <laughs> I, I don't that. get it was <laughs> this their what were they doing i mean why would why would why what that doesn't am i missing something with that i mean I think I don't think the monsters actually had something planted in them. I think these oh. things because when you show when you saw the map, there that you could, was what you it could, was. They it were, almost set up a uh, network, almost set up like a network they, to control. Oh, them. they should have called this movie "Cell Phone of the Monsters." Yeah, cell phone. Yeah, but they didn't know what cell phones were in nineteen. That's it. That's what I couldn't get. <laughs> I thought because we saw them implanted in the humans, or like you said, yeah, with her yeah. it was the earrings. Now I get it. It only took. 50 years for 50 me years yeah you're, witness, you're witnessing a miracle here folks yeah i'm actually sad now the mystery's been uncovered <laughs> all the mystery's gone i thought it was just we should have warned people thought, to turn if you don't want the mystery to be solved turn off the podcast right now <laughs> yeah you would have thought you would have thought they'd just go why don't we put why don't we just bury it like six feet underground someplace <laughs> that nobody gives a crap about rather than the, the coconut the coconut, coconut the coconut one always cracked me up I mean, it was just sort of like because they had these very unique places where they could hide and 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 camouflage these things, and and we put one even in this coconut. <laughs> it's like, who thought yeah. that one up? Okay, anyway, that was sort of yeah. sort of fun. So, there, well, like you said, there was a, there was a fun energy about this movie in all kinds. Of it ways. really is. I think yeah. it's. It, I would put it for me, for me, out of the original era of Godzilla movies. I would for me. I would put it. I believe at around third or yeah third i know that you probably prefer Ghidra uh, uh over over this one but to me yeah yeah it's, it's like it's like mothra versus godzilla and then gojira which they're almost tied gojira is almost its own entity. oh yeah no i i mean it's as much as like, i love love godzilla versus the thing aka godzilla yeah. versus mothra or mothra versus aka mother versus godzilla um, aka Jesus they are they Christ, are one and going. yeah they are one and two with with gojira yeah both of them yeah they could flip easily you know yeah. either one could be one yeah. or whatever it's gojira really a, really such a, awesome. such a beautiful movie it's such a absolutely artistically it's just um, an incredible film yeah, but then, but this one to me is my next favorite. I, I'm almost positive because I just felt that the energy was great. It was a different movie. It was very yeah, different yeah. from the two that we're talking very about, much, uh, very the other much. ones. But it's 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 just a big fat entertainment package. Yes, and, and you don't have a little kid who solves all the issues like you, uh, we had seen in a couple of others. In when fact, I was a, when there I was wasn't a kid, really, we went, was there really, I don't even think there was a kid in this movie, hardly at there all. There was a kid briefly that pointed that they saw the SY3. And, and that was it. it. That's it. The, I mean, that's, it's which, like, thank God if, for that. Cause that, that was the part about, and we've talked, we talked about this with, <laughs> with a couple of the others that we've done is like, when I started doing that, where kids started becoming the principal uh, problem Euro solvers in these, it, it was like, yeah, uh, that, just didn't work with me at all when i was a kid we went to see a double feature of island of the burning damned aka night of the big heat aka Which, right. i can't remember what other names it's got that was the only and, two i remember but. 
and Godzilla's revenge. Yeah. That to me, I don't yeah. know if it's the low point, but it's close. It's yeah, uh, it's, that it, it is. It is. It is just about the word. I mean, from uh, even the ones that I don't like that much, at least they're their own film. This is so much chopped up footage. Yeah. Yeah. And and with this little kid in there and him, it's basically a lesson about being brave and fighting back against bullies and all right, that. Right. Godzilla's kid is shorter and talking to him. And I remember I was little, so I left the theater being happy. But I saw the the looks on the faces of the older kids and they're like, yeah, it was it was give it's, me a break. I've probably only seen that movie maybe twice. I mean, it was just like yeah. I don't even know why I watched it the second time. Um, I just, I never cared for the character, uh, the, the storyline and the only downer of destroy all monsters was that he made an appearance in this movie. It was like, no, no, come on. Keep him out of this. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, am not, a, he's not I'm really not a, mo- a he's not a monster. I mean, it's like, he's yeah, like, he's a just pup- a big creature. He's, he's like a puppy dog. You know, it's like, you oh, know, yeah. whatever that noise is that he makes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's like Godzilla, do you think maybe you could, you know, Put that, put that, put your son in a in a hot car with the windows up, please. I was just thinking, uh, yeah, I think Godzilla that, is that the best you could do? Having a kid, yeah, I'm like, really? come on, really? It's, and Godzilla, are depressing. you a man or a woman or a little bit of both? I mean, I just don't know. <laughs> I, where's your wife, pal? Where, yeah, or or right. you, the wife? You know, I don't even know. I know they Man's never, they never they made a, me. they never made a wife of Godzilla. Yeah, that, that might have been different, you know. <laughs> There's some jokes in there, but I would just leave. I'm leaving. Bride, alone. bride of Godzilla, starring Phyllis Diller. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that. Um, hell, I forgot what we were talking. About. I was so busy. Just we're talking about. Well, we're talking about the little kid. I just, I just got. There was a couple of times, and I won't. I don't remember which one this was. Even this is how bad it is. I, you think, well, Mark, you're on this podcast. You should know the names and dates of every one of these films. I know the ones that I really like. Mm-hmm. And we will we will point our our optics at a at a movie that either if I haven't seen it, I will watch it very closely, or even if it's a movie that we consider bad and we're going to have a little fun with it, sure. At least I watch it real close. But there's a few of these that I've only seen once. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the name of the one Godzilla film. My son and I had come back from G Fest and we were driving home. We pulled into a hotel. You know, gonna sleep get some shut eye right and rest and we took a dvd player into the hotel and we had and james had bought a stack of godzilla movies <laughs> and uh one of one of them i don't know which one it was but when godzilla and Anguirus are w- swimming across the ocean and they're talking to each other they're using human voices over roars going hey we gotta get over here to the we gotta get over to that <laughs> country and save those people yeah let's go Angus. and <laughs> the look on james's face was like you know a, a full-grown adult man just realizing he needs to change his diaper i mean it was that it right. was so bad the it was it was the look on james's face was how i felt when i heard that i'm like boy <laughs> that is stupid just stupid i'm yeah. sorry and i know there's probably some, i love that one it's my favorite one well it's too bad yeah 
yeah didn't didn't care for that at all and yeah yeah there was just yeah that, that when, when it started going in that direction it didn't um, you know what you know what's interesting what you said and you said it and i think in my brain i already knew this that was supposed to be the last godzilla film. no it was originally yeah I, and, and it, that's it, what i'm saying I mean, it surprised it, it, so it surprised the shiro honda that they wanted to keep on going but but it was with a caveat basically toho was basically saying yeah we're going to you know since destroy all monsters made so much money uh we're going to keep on going but uh, not with these budgets and he was very very disappointed with that because well i think maybe that's the reason that he because uh, um you know because I, I mean yeah what's I mean, in between what's in between destroy all monsters and godzilla versus heater or godzilla versus the smog, smog monsters monster, or something yeah. in, is there something in between those two because Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Was uh, yeah, a big that hit. was 70, 71 for uh, 71 or 72. So for it'd be two Smog years Monster. later. I yeah, remember so people, I don't, people I don't think there was one between, because I, I had waited for, a, you know, when I saw another Godzilla movie was coming out, I went down and saw that one the minute it came out yeah. at the theaters. It, and, it's still, uh, and unfortunately, I, still I picked like. a, a Saturday afternoon to go see it and walked Boy. in there with, yeah, well, you can imagine it was a Saturday matinee. And uh, kids yeah. had been there. They'd been dumped off there in the morning by mom and dad. And they'd been there through like four showings of the movie. They knew the song they were singing. And it was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. it was it was a terrible experience. <laughs> I remember I liked the I movie, but it was in, just a terrible grade school experience. Were, were singing that song. Save the earth. Save the earth. No, it yeah. was, it, it's a weird. I remember when that movie came out and I thought Godzilla versus the smog yeah. monster. God sounds stupid and in some ways you can actually say the concept is kind of stupid but well and godzilla they, was a good guy they were in this movie they were you know, sincere you know. about it yeah yeah well they were they were sincere about it the the it was once again godzilla had originally been an anti you know uh, atomic right. uh film yeah this was uh an anti-pollution oh absolutely film. yeah and japan and i mean i mean when we were living back at that time man the major cities were filthy Absolutely. They were filthy. I mean, the, you know, uh, yeah, we had the commercial with the, with the Indian, you know, looking at all the pollution. Right, right. Like, you well, know, but, was, but I mean, stuff the, like the darn um, Ohio, the, 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 the main river is on fire. Cleveland is on fire. All the, the time, stuff is yeah. floating on the surface. And, and yeah. then they show that in this movie. And at first I'm like, but that's not as horrifying a threat as nuclear, but still it's a really nasty threat. Absolutely. And the movie uh, Hedera is a, is a blood month. The, the love and the collecting of Hedera merchandise is nuts. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. They do all these thousands of different Hedera statues at different sizes. Oh, I love the, I love the look of the monster. Colors. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. But I love the fact that people fixated on this one thing. It's like, no, we're going to, oh, my God, I got a rainbow Hedera. Yeah. I've got a this and I got a that. Not, <laughs> right. No relation to Hedera people. Right. Hedera. And they do this and they've got uh, all these different uh, kinds of toys. And there's like whole pages just dedicated yeah, to yeah. toys about this thing. So that that's that's a bit of a I, I I give I give that movie a thumbs up. Oh yeah. But in yeah. those later ones, that the 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 last uh Destroy All Monsters uh does it at the end, as we know, because this is a, a good guys versus bad guys film. Uh we do come out victorious. Yes. The earth comes out victorious. Um I'd like to say how much I really like the um the SY3 guys that team it was yeah. almost it have was had fun. their own they could it, have had it, their it own tv throwback. show yeah 
Yeah, they yeah. really could have. It was a throwback to um um uh, is it uh, what's the what's the one I I can't believe I'm forgetting the freaking name. But is it Battle in Outer Space? The one with all the yes with all the, the with all the flying saucers, very science yeah, fiction. Yeah. It was almost like they were attempting to do their version of like War of the Worlds, yeah, or something yeah. like that. And this was both a kaiju film, or as I like to call them, Japanese monster movie, and. Yep. A, a one of those uh, Japanese uh, science fiction. It, no it almost it only. almost had it. Well, it almost had a feel of space nineteen ninety nine to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, with it, the but, moon base and all that stuff, it it it, it had a yeah. little bit of that feel to it. Well, one thing about watching this thing on a big ass TV set is uh, <laughs> try to say it real quick so I don't get bleeped. Yeah. Uh, is um with watching that clear on that screen and i know the japanese are now working on making these things even way clearer like their new edition of rodan that they played on 4k tv and everything is supposed to be unbelievably better way better than anything yes and i just picked up a 4k tv so and i I saw this on it Good for you no and i saw destroyer monsters on it that's why i was glad it was the criterion one because it, yeah. it played beautifully on that set so. but the thing is is that now the japanese are going back with like king kong versus godzilla they're doing 4k yeah, yeah, of that yeah. that was a big hit and now they did rodan and apparently they're saying the quality picture they said it looks as good as it did the day it was released and wow. it's never looked that good since yeah so um uh but when, with watching destroy all monsters with that super clarity or the uh, yeah. as clarity we can get uh you can see all the you know the the panels the control panels and yeah. everything it, it's all wood you can see that oh wood yeah grain. no it's obviously it's all wood, wood yeah. grain and paint. Yeah. but i love yeah. it it's part of the charm oh, yeah well i mean it I was mean, like you know the same charm that we we saw watching the plywood sets in star trek you know oh yeah, yeah and you yeah. see him or or you know i mean i had a a, a friend of mine Cortland Hull, who visited the sets of Voyage mm-hmm. to the Bottom of the Sea back right. in the 60s, he goes, you'd be stunned as to how much of stuff that you thought was metal was wood. So now they're not or all even gray, cardboard. Got really they used a lot of cardboard, yeah, too. You know. But they but they had on there. Um, I mean, uh, the DVDs are really nice. The Voyage DVDs. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, so I, I still look at them real close and you like open a door, one of those big metal doors, and you can see the wood grain running down in the in the door frame. <laughs> right, right. It's like, wow. And I said, boy, it always felt like it was metal. And, and Corlin just goes, it's the sound effect. The sound effect is what sells it. That's it. You know? That's right. So one thing I noticed about this film is a little uh, uh, a little different and good. I think it was good is the ending where the monsters – you know, they, they saved the earth and all that kind of stuff, Yeah. but they are taken back to, or they live back on uh monster land. Uh, I think in the dub versions, monster Island or something, but right. they, they, they go back, but there's a kind of a sadness to the ending of the movie where, you know, they've done it. And then there's uh, uh Anguirus is given his, his whale that he always does and everything yeah. just sort of grunt <laughs> and groan. And, and it's sort of like, okay, it's like these action pictures nowadays where they bring somebody out of prison to save the day but but in this case of this one they put them back in at the they end put them in, yeah. <laughs> and then the music's real good I, I i don't i know i've always torn this guy's name up not said it right akira ifakube music in this uh, well i can't stress how good it is uh um one of his finest hours and um but at the end it's a little melancholy because you yeah. know that's the end and i kind of wish i even I think even in the back of my head, I knew this was supposed to be the last one. Godzilla, and it was going to be okay. All the other monsters were going to be okay. Right, right. And that's it. That's the way we end this series of movies. 
But like you said, it did so well at the box office. I, I, I know the international box office was good because I saw. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was it was famous. It was I mean, yeah. kids, it was on kids lips that sometimes I don't even think talked about Japanese monster movies. I was like, oh, man, destroy all monsters. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, is there anything that we left out? I know. I know. Today, I'm going to be like, oh, we forgot about that. Oh, there, we, that. there may have been something we left out, but I mean, you know, for first time back after a few months, uh, not bad, not bad. Yeah, I think we shared a good experience. <laughs> that was good. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, like I said, this is one of the one of the pinnacles. I guess this is what's called the Showa era of uh, Godzilla yes. films. Yes. And I, I think that this is uh, one of the real, real uh, jewels in the crown. Oh, I think so too. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, it was the last of the real big budget ones, uh, which yeah. which is why Honda really sort of started backing down from some of these because they, he well, knew I know he, he didn't do he didn't do Hedra. No, he, he didn't, didn't do Hedra, and, and he, because they they were cutting the budget so badly, and uh, you know, as you think back, it's like, yeah, I can sort of see, you know, because they figured out ah, we're going to kids, so we can get away with a lot more now. And they did. I mean, there was once with guys with yeah. with real bad planet of the apes mass running around with laser guns or something. And I was right. like, mm, I'm a little too old for that. Probably the way you felt a little bit when you saw destroy all monsters at the age of 14, I saw it at the age of eight. I think I was in the fourth grade or something, maybe eight yeah. years old. Something well, I mean, like it, and, and part of the, part of the promotion in the theater was that this was, this was going to be the, the climax. I mean, you know, this, the, you know, you get all the monsters together for a big send off sort of like uh star trek six or whatever yeah. you know it was like so yeah. so um you know we all went into that theater figuring okay that's it you know we're not going to see it again yeah yeah but uh heck of a movie if you're a kaiju fan especially if you lean towards things like i guess ultraman and stuff not that yeah. there's a, a superhero yeah. giant yeah. superhero in this but the the feeling is similar to Ultraman in very that much so, yeah. Rocket spacecraft, good guys, uh, yep. you know, uh, kind of thing, and monsters as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love this film. Uh, if I you haven't seen it, folks, uh, you got to see it. <laughs> it's, really, a, it's a, it's it's a, a lot it's of a fun. Real monster fest. Yeah, it really it's is. It's a real monster fest. It really does have, I think, more monsters than any other. Uh, oh, I mean, it does. Costello, no, yeah, uh, it, it, Frankenstein or House. Well, of it Dragon has more monsters that were ever seen in any Japanese monster movie. So, yeah, they broke sure. all the records. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, yeah, I love it. Absolutely, I really do. Absolutely, cool. So, folks, there you have it. Destroy all monsters, nineteen sixty-eight, and we'll keep you uh, keep you guessing on what's coming up next week on Monster we Attack. Don't know. Yeah, because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we nice to be poop. back. It's just nice to be back. And thanks, folks, for hanging with us. And uh, by the way, we, uh, we we cracked the top 100 in New Zealand uh, during our during our hiatus. So that was I'm very pleased with that. So we're still nice. uh, we're still finding people to share our experience with us here on Monster Attack. Thanks, Mark. Hopefully uh, we'll get to do this again very, 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 very soon. Well, thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. It was a man. lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll find some more stuff to uh, to discuss for our fans. And thank you for all the people that come to us at the conventions and stuff oh, yeah, and absolutely. tell us how much they yeah. love the show. I've made friends 
from you know having done this show uh you meet people you know up in pennsylvania all the way up in pennsylvania and all that stuff and people that we get notes from and, yeah. le and letters and not letters like in the traditional sense but uh but people just coming up to my table at the show and saying how much they love the show yeah so you know we're gonna keep on trucking monster attack is back or as i've been bugging jim with it lately <laughs> monster attack two. yeah but, um, we're back we're back and it's fun it's that's good. right that's right so folks tune in again next monday for an all-new episode of monster attack have a great week and we will see you then I'm George from the Metal Geeks. I just want to let you know if you're looking for a place where we can chat about the coolest and the geekiest of things, comic books, movies, especially heavy metal, then you're not looking for anything else except for our show, Metal Geeks, where I'm always right and Carrie sometimes right, especially when it comes to movies. We're there having a good time, me, Dave, and Carrie talking about geeky stuff and metal. I repeat, metal meets geeky metal geeks this has been a broadcast of the eso network be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our eso patreon or by shopping for the t public store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com the eso network your station for all things geek